0: The Messy Back End, where experts share customized business advice and tips about all the messy stuff that goes on behind the beautifully branded front end of entrepreneurship. This is where most businesses fail. So we're here to help you save time, make money, and succeed. And now your hosts of The Messy Back End, Sheila J. Davis and Nate Tucker.
1: love our listeners here at The Messy Back End. We love y'all so much, we're going to make the mess even bigger. Coming soon to this very same channel, you're going to be hearing from The Messy Back End Exposed. You know, the very first day that we recorded this podcast, Instagram and Facebook shut down, so we knew we were right on track with The Messy Back End. All businesses have them, so don't be shy. Let's put it out there and help each other grow. If you have a messy back end or you're an expert who just loves cleaning up those back ends... Give us a call at 801-810-6726 or visit themessybackend.com to apply.
2: Welcome. Thank you all so much. We have a wonderful show for you today. As Ernest Hemingway once said, the hard part about writing a novel is finishing it.
1: On our expert segment today, we're going to be talking to Paige Fieldstead. Paige is a popular blogger and body positivity advocate. She recently wrote a lighthearted book aimed to break down body image issues called Confessions from Your Fat Friend.
2: And you'll hear real questions and stories from real entrepreneurs with real messy back ends. Our expert will share her experience, expertise, and the tools that she suggests to get it all cleaned up.
1: If you're an entrepreneur with a messy backend and you would like to submit your question or story, please give us a call at 801-810-6726 or visit us at themessybackend.com. How messy is your backend? Is it holding you back? Is it making it so that you can't make more money? You can't serve your purpose? Visit themessybackend.com today and find out just how messy your backend is and how to clean it up.
2: Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast by heading on over to themessybackend.com slash subscribe so that you never miss an episode.
1: We'd love to thank our sponsor, Yes Women's Network. If you are a female entrepreneur and you are looking to start, build, or grow your business, Yes Women's Network is the place to join for empowering resources and masterful networking.
2: The key to making this podcast really work is to hear about the results of the suggestions. This allows us to be able to learn not just from one expert's point of view, but from the execution of the suggestions provided. Give us a call at 801-810-6726 or visit The Messy Backend.
1: on to our expert, Paige Fieldstead, for her expert advice. Don't mess your seat, folks. Here we go.
2: So today, we have a messy back-end question submitted by one of our listeners. She said, I would like to write a book, but I don't know where to start. Could someone
0: please help me? P.S. I have been in a few newspapers. Okay, awesome. Thanks for having me, guys. So uh, congratulations on wanting to write a book. That's the first step. And I, my background was in newspaper, too, so we're a little bit similar that way. But I think the best advice I can give to someone that wants to write a book is to just start doing it. Decide what you want your topic to be and just start writing. There's a lot of things that you can get sucked into in the back end, like whether you want to be traditionally published or self-published or tons of things that you can spend your entire life researching and thinking about and deciding and never actually doing it, but regardless of whether you want to be traditionally published or self-published or some version of hybrid, you have to have a written product first. So start writing and don't stop until you're done. <laughs> and that might take a while. It took me five months to write my first book, and
1: <laughs> way longer than five months. Yeah,
0: five months. I mean, it doesn't.
2: She's <laughs> like, that. like it took know. me a little. Oh, you're gonna say five years at first five <laughs> lifetimes. she's like five months they took it done in five hours that's me <laughs>
0: well, to be fair i had had the idea for a couple of years so it'd been like brewing oh, okay. in there but when oh, i started okay. writing it didn't take a ton of time but it might take you longer depending on what your situation is like i had to write night after my kids went to bed so i had less time if you have more time to dedicate it might be faster but just start writing and while you're writing because inevitably if you've written anything before you know you're gonna get writer's block (laughs) it happens even if you're a professional writer so when you get to those points then you can kind of work on researching whether you want to be traditionally published which is a much longer process i'm not a traditionally published author, so I don't have a ton of insight into that, but it involves finding an agent and your agent pitching to publishing houses, and then once you get a book deal, it's still years before your book is actually going to be published, Um, which is part of the reason why I went the self-publishing route. I'm impatient, and I wanted to have complete creative control over my products, so... I have self-published three books and if you're looking to get something out to market sooner rather than later that's how I would recommend you do it especially if you're an entrepreneur and you have a lot of ideas and information that you think could help people um, self-publishing is just going to get you there a lot faster so that's what I would recommend that way. We
1: actually have uh, another episode that actually talks about all the publishing parts and so, I mean, that, like you said, that's like a whole separate box, right? So I've been thinking about writing a book now, for a couple <laughs> years, so I'm ready for my five months to be over. <laughs> so one of the suggestions that somebody gave me, and maybe you can help me understand a little better, um, because I'm an editor, not a writer, right? And there's mm-hmm. a difference because editors, yeah. can't write, because all they do is edit what they wrote. And so I, you know, you spend time going backwards, but writers actually, you just plow through mm-hmm. so my daughter's actually a ghostwriter so someone suggested to me to just um, speak out what I want for my book and then give her the audio or transcribe it and have her turn that into a book is that always an option to do it that way because I'm still not convinced that's, that's a great way to do it I don't know
0: I think it could be if you struggle with actually getting your words because you're constantly editing which the editing part is something that I had heard when you're a beginner and something I've got stuck on is yeah you can't edit while you're writing save editing for later because it's like you said if you start reading what you've written you're just going to go in an endless circle of editing the same paragraph forever yeah I'm
2: I'm guilty too we're both raising our hands here because we we know that you listeners can see our hands when we're raised
0: well one tip that someone gave me that was really helpful was to if you are going to write, write it yourself, to write and not read it that day and then go back and read like the next, the last paragraph you wrote when you start writing again, just so you can kind of get back into the story, but ignore editing until you're done because otherwise you just get stuck, which I have done before even in my writing. I'll be like, oh, I'm going to read this chapter again and then three hours later I have accomplished absolutely nothing.
1: Right. So what you would suggest then is just sit down and like Mm -hmm. plow out the book, like not worry about, you know, in school they're like, write an outline out. This is where I get struggled too. Like write an outline out, do this, this, and this, and this. But you're saying just sit down and write whatever it is you want to write. And then what would you do after that?
0: I write it and then I let it sit for, depending on whatever self-imposed deadline I have given myself, let it sit for a week or two and then go back and actually print it out and read it and mark it up with red and all sorts of colored pens just because i I catch more things that way i don't know i guess you could read it on your computer but i always print mine out and read through it and then start making revisions at that point versus trying to do it in the middle. I have never had a ghostwriter. I know that was your original question. (laughs) But I think if that's something that you wanna try, then as long as it's someone you can trust or can vibe with, I think that could be a good option as well. And there's a whole, I didn't even understand this until I got into writing. There's a whole two schools of thought, like a plotter versus panster, which panster is like fly by the seat of your pants. It took me forever to figure out what that meant. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> oh that makes a lot more sense yeah. than
0: what I was originally thinking so, okay.
1: think so we're totally both pansters
0: yeah I am yeah. mostly too some people create really elaborate plots and I am more of a like here's a one sentence description of my chapter and then when that doesn't make sense anymore I just change it so but <laughs> <laughs> so if, an, if an elaborate plot is what works for you then do it but that's not what works for me but don't I think the biggest thing is I can say is don't try to make your style fit into someone else's. If someone else is like, make this elaborate plot and do this and this and this, but you're not feeling that, then like, don't try to force yourself to make a plot, just write Or if you are the other way around, someone's telling you just write, but you're like, I have to have an outline first, then do it. Just whatever works for you, but you have to get the words on the page before you can do anything else.
2: I like that. No, that totally makes sense. It it does go back to like, it's a good idea to follow the experts or people who have actually gotten the stuff done, but you don't have to follow it exactly. You know, yeah. like use their examples. You know, follow by by their example, but still use your fortés and your strengths. Like you said, if your strength is going with the outline route, go the outline. Exactly. Yeah. You know? So no, I love that. That makes a lot more sense. Yeah, that
0: is not my strength, and I tend to. I don't think a lot of people do this, but I tend to jump around when I write. Like I'll get really excited at the beginning and write like the first, for my fiction books, write the first like. I don't know I get to the middle of it and it's like this book is never going to end I don't know how it's supposed to end and I just get really frustrated in the middle so I actually jump to the end and write a scene that's kind of like hanging out in my mind that's exciting like towards the end I write it and then I can come back and kind of connect the two pieces I don't know if that would work for everybody but for me sometimes just plowing through the writer's block doesn't work I have to go write about something that's more exciting, kind of, because the middle of the book is hard. The middle of the book is hard to write. That's the other piece of knowledge I would share. Like, you get to the middle and it's just like, what am I doing? I'm just going to delete all this and start over. Don't do that. Don't delete it all and start over. But just skip ahead if you have to or give it a couple days of space and then come back to it. Because I have found when I like kind of force myself to write through it, it's not my best work.
1: Yeah, for sure. I would think that your idea of writing the ending, right? How am I going to get from chapter one to chapter 15, whatever it is? You know, I'm sure that when Harry Potter was written one of the best books of all time, Mm -hmm. seven of the best books of all time. I'm sure that she didn't, um, you know, start out writing, you know, Harry under the, under the cupboard, right. Or, or anything. She actually looked at where it was going to go. Because if you don't know that ending, how are you going to write Voldemort in?
0: Exactly. That's
1: all I'm saying.
0: And I think I've never written a series, but I think if you're going to write a series, um, an outline of some sort is probably crucial just because you have to tie the books together. And I would I would make a mess if I tried to write a series. But like you said, you have to kind of know the ending. And if you're just winging it, it might be a messy series. It might be another series. Like, <laughs>
2: you know, uh, someone by like, uh, let's just say a series that was recently made into a TV series that <laughs> kind of just dwindled off and fell apart by then. I'm not going to mention any names or anything. but now You're
1: going to have to come back and tell me later because I have no idea what you're talking
2: about. Oh, she, she does not get that reference at all, but everyone else on planet Earth would know exactly what book series slash tv series that everyone was addicted to and then it just fell apart and with that we are not going to dwindle off and fall apart we are going to wrap this up nice and great uh and thank you paige for coming on today of sharing, course. you know your wonderful advice on how to get started writing that book you know just sitting down and writing and writing and writing so thank you so much for being on here today of course thank you for having me yeah anytime
1: Would you like to have either myself or Nate speak at your next event or on your podcast? Visit us at themessybackend.com slash speaking. Well, that's our show for today's episode of The Messy Backend. Thanks so much for listening. Nate and Sheila signing off until next week.
0: That's all we have for today's episode of the the, the, the Messy Backend. Join us again next week as our experts share more customized business advice and tips about all the messy stuff that goes on in the back end of entrepreneurship. Remember, you are not alone. Every business has a messy back end and needs a little attention.